They're known as Christian Zionists. They've come from all over the world to be here at Sukkot or the Feast of Tabernacles because as these Christians see it, it's a very prophetic time and it points toward the coming of the Messiah. And as the Christian Zionists would see it, the second coming of the Messiah. And it's really a, a very poignant and, and very prophetic time for them and a joyous one. And you can hear it in the sound of the shofar blasts and in the different parades and celebrations they're having all across the city and really all across the country. We went to one gathering out in uh, the desert looking over the Dead Sea. There were probably 5,000 Christian Zionists gathered in the desert uh, with a big concert stage set up with music, with preaching, with food, with flags waving from all over the world uh, to celebrate what they call uh, this in-gathering. counting of all the nations of the world to support Israel. And they really party. There's a lot of music and there's a lot of celebration. Where are you from and why are you here? We're from Fiji in the South Pacific. And why is it important to be here? Uh, as Christians, we want to know, follow what is in the Bible. So we can go back home. Tell the people whatever is in the Bible is correct. Is it important to support Israel? Oh, yes. yes. Why? Very much. Why? Why? Israel is uh, appointed by God. He made a covenant with them, and as Christians, we want to do the same. So Christian Zionists, what does that mean? Are they evangelicals? I mean, they're celebrating Sukkot, so do they also think of themselves as Jews in a way? Well, it's interesting. Uh, many of them do. Many of them use the phrase believer rather than Christian. Or they'll call themselves sort of a branch of Judaism, and they'll see their Christianity in that context. The word Christian here is a word we're, we're hearing less and less from the Christian Zionists. It's basically a group that comes together around the idea that the return of Jews to the Holy Land and the establishment of the state of Israel are essentially in accordance with biblical prophecy. Yeah, so the prophesizing and the, the partying, as you say, but at the end of the day, they're also raising funds, right, these Christian Zionists? Yeah, it's really become a very important funding mechanism for Israel. There are several organizations here that are, that are raising very large sums of money. One of them in particular is raising up to $140, $150 million a year. For 2,000 years, Christians were our enemies. They persecuted us. The leader of, of one of these really large organizations is Rabbi Yechiel Eckstein, and he's the head of the Fellowship for Christians and Jews. I believe that these evangelical Christians see themselves as the true Christians, that true Christians would not do something like that. It used to be a much more subterranean movement. One of the things Rabbi Eckstein's done is really brought it mainstream. And the funding, they're handing out blankets to poorer corners of Israel where there are refugees who've been resettled, or they're helping veterans, or they're helping Holocaust survivors. And it's, a, it's really kind of amazing to see in the Jewish state an incredible celebration of Christian giving. Our appeals are in Christianese, if you will. We will... Rabbi Eckstein is a really interesting guy. I mean, I think you'd like him if you met him. He's from Chicago. He's got big shoulders like the city. He's engaging. He's very warm. And I can see how he'd do really well preaching in Texas or preaching to congregations across America about the need to support Israel because he 
comes from an Orthodox family, um, steeped in his own Jewish faith, yet really recognizing that there are Christian partners who can help the state of Israel. And his focus is unique, and it really uh, rings through when you hear him speak. And when we have outreach, it's very biblical. We don't hesitate to use the word God. For many of these Christian Zionists, this is a very prophetic moment because of the movement of the embassy, which you remember moved from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem this year. Uh, Mike Pence and President Trump were big supporters of that, were really speaking to their Christian evangelical base when they did that. It was here in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah that Abraham offered his son, Isaac. And they understand this prophetic time. Mike Pence, it was here in, Jerusalem that King David in particular, speaks directly to this crowd. They really see uh, this White House as heroically returning Jerusalem officially President Trump has directed the to the State Jewish Department people to immediately begin preparations to move the United States Embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And Charlie, how do religious Jews in Israel feel about this? I mean, the strength of this Christian Zionist movement and their numbers and their fundraising muscle. There are many who are really offended by it, because if you think about it, this theology that the Christian Zionists put forward has a kind of prophetic vision that says, in order for the second coming to happen, all of the Jews who are here will have to accept Jesus as their savior, or they will perish in the fires of hell. So a lot of people don't like that. They, they like their faith. They want to stay with their faith, and they don't really see anything positive in a movement that brings that theology. Others who, who would say, no, that's the old way they used to profess uh, their beliefs in Christian Zionism. They've tempered them a lot, and now they're using language that's much softer about how Christians and Jews are brothers, and that we're all expecting the coming of a Messiah. And as many sort of, you know, interesting modern Orthodox Jews I've talked to here shrug their shoulders and said, when he gets here, we'll find out whether it is the first time or the second time that the <laughs> Messiah is coming. And they're almost um, able to shrug it off or almost laugh it off and say, you know, look, Israel needs friends. We need the support that's coming in. So a real dividing line among Jews here. The clear line in the Palestinian side, though, is that most Palestinians, particularly those who are Christian Palestinians, who come from traditional mainline churches like Catholic or the Church of England, the Anglican Church, they feel that this is a very destructive movement, that what they're doing in coming in and supporting Israel and funding the settlements and moving the embassy of the United States is eroding the peace process. Are you saying the Palestinian Christian community is not finding common ground with, with these Christian Zionists? No, I mean, you would think they might, yet most of the Christian Zionists don't visit the West Bank or the Palestinian villages. They've been sort of instructed not to quite often by their tour group leaders. They don't have a lot of physical or spiritual connection with the Christian communities here. Anyone who is considering themselves a Palestinian Christian tends to be a nationalist and support the peace process and want to see it happen. And they wonder, how is it possible that Christians from a megachurch in Texas could come here to the Holy Land and not come and realize that Bethlehem, where Jesus is born, according to the Bible, is a Palestinian town that's really suffering, and it's suffering under occupation. And they wonder why people don't see that symmetry in the Bible and hear those messages resonate more. And instead, they resonate more with this notion of the need to support Israel and to support Jews. A lot of it comes down to fear. There's a real sense running through the Christian Zionist community that we live in a time of violence in which Israel as a nation, you know, kind of idealized in the Hebrew Bible and in the New Testament, 
is under attack and they read the scripture to say we must protect Israel and a lot of that protection is against militant Islam and so there's a kind of a natural inclination to just sort of group the Palestinians under Islam and not really recognize that there is a Christian minority within the Palestinian population. So big support for the kind of biblical justification for recent policy action. Um, How do the evangelicals feel about a Palestinian state, some grand peace plan or two-state solution? Well, there's sort of a generational divide within the Christian Zionist movement. The older Christian Zionists are very kind of mainstream. They very much like Trump. They very much like Pence. They're very conservative, and they come out of the whole sort of televangelist movement. Then there's a younger generation of millennials who who don't resonate with those thoughts and are not part of that base uh, for Trump or for Pence, and who really do see this sort of more global human rights equation here where the Palestinian people need a home as well. And it's been very interesting on this trip in particular to hear how the Christian Zionist movement is sort of tempering that message to bring in some of these younger followers. And one of the newest and youngest voices for this movement, this outreach to young people, is Michael Mastretta. We're trying to engage unengaged Christians. Not and he runs an organization that's that named the Fellowship of Israel-Related Ministries. The ones that are maybe more pro-Palestinian at this point. So we're trying to get them caught up in the narrative without offending and feeling like, wow, I have to, I have to love Trump and love Netanyahu and love everything they do. That, that was a huge obstacle for me. I thought it was old people, old Christians that like blowing shofars and waving flags and waving your Lion of Judah flag. And it can actually be cool and modern and, and hip and relevant and fun. Charlie, this is kind of personal, too, for you. I mean, you spent a number of years in Jerusalem. You basically raised a family there, and uh, you know how politics can impede on quality of life. Is this Christian Zionist movement going to help ensure a more secure, more peaceful Mideast? Well, I did live here for five years with my family. We had two sons born here. I, I also come from a background, a family that, you know, my wife's side of the family is Jewish, my side is Christian. We've always thought about these issues in an interfaith marriage and tried to think about how do you find ways forward where you can really try to embrace all faiths and respect all faiths. And when I hear the Christian Zionist movement here, I hear strands of it that want to do that. But then there seems to be something embedded in the Christian Zionist movement that in the end of the day, to use their phrase that's often very resonant in their language, it feels like it has this undertow of anti-Semitism to it. It's basically saying, like, we love you if you are Israel and if you are Jewish, as long as you understand you're eventually going to have to convert to Christianity. And just as someone who's lived here and who's tried to embrace the complexity of the faith landscape here and tried to really understand it, I don't see that as productive, especially when their politics start to undercut the peace process. There's a real yearning for peace here on both sides, and they've both been failed by their leadership. And I just can't see this Christian Zionist movement pushing us all forward towards a place where there's actually a settlement of land settlement where people can live together and get along. Charlie Sennett with the Ground Truth Project here at WGBH speaking with us from Jerusalem. Thanks very much, Charlie. Always good to talk. Thanks, Marco.